Emma, how are we feeling this morning? Good morning, Maddie. I hope your morning's well. It's so weird, guys. We usually record the podcast either late afternoon, I feel like, after we get done with, you know, our tasks for the day or at night even, and it is really early right now. Um, it's a nice 7.15 a.m. Yeah, Denver time. 7.15 for Maddie, 9.15 for me, but I'm also, like, I sleep late, so it's all relative to us. Like, this is kind of early for me, but, you know, we have to get the pod in. I'm excited. I, yeah. I was thinking about how people like like are you a morning pod listener or are you what what time of day like when do you usually listen to podcasts yeah I'm definitely a morning podcast listener like I listen as I'm getting ready for the day as I'm going on my walk like driving to work going to class that kind of thing but I know that there are people who are nighttime pod listeners what are you yeah I'm more of like a activity I don't know if that makes any sense but it's kind of what I'm doing in the day like if I'm going on a car ride like I'll listen to a podcast or I'm going on a walk or something I usually you're a multitask podcaster I am a multitask podcaster yeah and or if I'm like cleaning my room it like gives me some background noise or something yeah I like to do it while I'm doing something else that's making me bored like good car yeah. ride or something. no I I get that. The one thing, I can never sit still and listen to a podcast. Like, I can't just, like, sit on the couch and listen to a podcast. But the one time I love listening to podcasts is when I'm in a plane. In a plane. It makes me It makes me feel more, like, a part of a community, you know, because everyone's not talking. You're just, like, sitting next to a bunch of random people. So I love listening to people talk, talk on a plane. Because you can't talk. Yeah, yes. I love that. I uh, Where's the last place I flew? I guess to Costa Rica. Wow. Sad days. And the Sad next place you'll fly is going to be to Denver. I know, but I remember going to Costa Rica. I, I listened to Gals on the Go and I forget what else. I found another podcast too. And yeah, it's, it's good vibes, but plane ride to Denver is coming up soon. Like literally so fast. It's like 11 days from the time we're recording this, which is I know. crazy. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so, so excited. Well, and you guys, if you're new to the podcast, which I know we have some new listeners each week um, and some old ones, so hey, we're Emma and Maddie. We didn't even introduce ourselves, Um, but we are long distance best friends, so Emma is a nice 2,000 miles away from me, and so she's coming out to Denver, and I'm excited. Yes, I'm literally so excited. I know I get in one trip a year at least out to Denver to visit her and she obviously her hometown's in South Carolina where I live so she you know comes out here sometimes to see her family and see me so yeah we have some we're gonna have some joint content out together very soon which I'm really excited about like it's hard to do social media stuff like marketing sometimes because we aren't physically together to take pictures so it's like the one time every three months that we see each other we have to do like a mass photo shoot or like try to whip something out which is really fun honestly like it's fun to take time to do those things but it's just a rare occurrence that we're together so it's like content grind when we are um but yeah content baby content yeah and well my boyfriend's coming with me to denver to visit maddie yes and he's going to be our photographer i don't even know if he knows that yet but he's actually really good you know some boys like they could not take a picture to save their lives like he's actually really yeah. good with like you know he's learned to be my instagram boyfriend so he's gonna be the he's gonna do a great instagram, instagram boyfriend, boyfriend too <laughs> so yes fun. and we love you for it drake we really do Well, with that, you guys, we are super excited to be talking to you guys about a topic that I think both of us feel very passionately about, just because, I mean, what better intro than saying we're recording this at 7.15 in the morning, because (laughs) we have such busy days, than to talk about girl boss energy. And I think that this episode is going to kind of take a twist that you guys are not necessarily expecting. Um, So just keep listening. It'll be fun. 
Yeah, girl boss energy, this is such a topic that I feel like is pushed out on social media, especially um, now that, you know, there's a lot of push, which is really awesome for just like women entrepreneurs, women women small businesses, um, just women being able to be bosses. But the term girl boss definitely, I think, can be spun the wrong way and often is spun the wrong way. And that's kind of what we wanted to talk about. Um, Yeah, you guys might think that we're trying to, you know, talk about like how to be a girl boss, but that's really not the route we're going at all. We're kind of going the opposite way because I'm sure you guys, if you're involved with social media, like you see it way too often that like you need to be this girl boss. And we just want to kind of talk about like the environment that that creates and kind of the pressures that that creates along with it. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know. I just, speaking from personal experience, sometimes when I look on my Instagram or when I see, like, the term girl boss, I think, okay, this girl has it all figured out. Like, she's waking up in the morning. She's working out. She's making her green juice. She's going and, and like, working a nine-to-five while also being a full-time student and being a small business owner and being a micro-influencer and blah, blah, Like, obviously, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's, like, No, but at the same time, people are really doing all of that. But people (laughs) are really doing that. And it's, like, if that is for you and that is your forte, like, you go, girl. We support you 100%. But there's kind of become, like Emma was saying, the societal pressure to do it all. Because if you're not – if you're not doing it all and if you're not – working a full-time job while being a student, while being a, like, influencer, while having a podcast, while having a blog, whatever, you're, like, kind of failing in a sense, or at least that's what society is putting on us, and that is very much not the case at all. Like, it is so totally normal to go to college and be a college student and be in a sorority and, like, live your life. It is so totally normal to work a nine-to-five and be exhausted when you get home at the end of the day and, like, barely have the energy to make dinner for yourself and throw a dinner in the microwave and like sit on the couch and watch Netflix like you do not have to be doing it all and that's kind of what we wanted to be kind of talk about today yes for sure and it's so funny every time you say girl boss I think of like a mug that has like girl I know hashtag girl boss do you not think of that like is that not the image in your head when you think of like girl boss merch I don't know Um, oh my gosh and it's actually do you you know the tiktok that's going around that's like big boss baby vibes no i don't think so i don't either and two of my friends like everything i do they're like big boss baby vibes and i'm like what does that mean like literally (laughs) i know i was like i'm not up to date on what is trending but i was like guys you have to explain this to me and of course they don't and i'm like okay but so now when I see the word boss, I think of like all the TikToks that they sent to me. That's like big boss baby vibes. Well, you know, there's <laughs> that guys. there's a movie called like Boss Baby. Yeah, that's that's what it's based off of. So are they calling you a baby? Like what are yeah, they doing? I don't, I don't understand. But anyways, yes, I understand what you're talking about. But girl boss energy, like you think of like the neon signs or like you remember like the old Tumblr, like little um tp things that you would put on your desk that would be like hashtag girl boss like the like name yes, stand yes that's what i think of and wow, it's, I'm it's triggered. so funny <laughs> it's so funny how much the world has changed and i don't know so it it is really funny but yes i also think of the girl boss tumblers yeah my biggest thing with this whole girl boss energy is just the transition that it's taken from being like let's support women and let's like yeah. hype women up for doing things that they want to do succeeding whenever and becoming this like if you're not doing this you're not doing enough or you're failing yourself or whatever and we are both 21 years old we just wanted to say like you really don't have to have it figured out at 21 years old you don't have to have it figured out at 30 or 40 um because 
we are constantly evolving all throughout life, no matter what age, finding new passions or new desires, like things we want out of life. Like I think about now, my goals now weren't at all what they were leaving high school. And I thought I had some stuff like, I thought I had kind of in my mind what I, you know, wanted to do. And, you know, some of those have stayed the same, but I mean, high school was three or four years ago at this point. And, you know, I've changed just over that course of a little bit, a little bit amount of time. And, you know, those passions and desires and things you want to do will continue to change throughout your entire life. Like, you don't have to have all the answers right now. You're going to find the answers as you go. And you'll also find questions. Like, you'll find more yeah. questions and answer questions for yourself and your fulfillment in life. And, yeah, it's it's just, I feel like can get wrapped up in having to know at all times just everything literally having to know everything yeah no and I I completely resonate with that too because I was actually talking to one of my best friends last night I went over to her house and we were sitting out on the back patio and eating sushi and we were talking about how much our life goals have changed and how much we don't know where we're going to be a year from now and I think that that's the weird thing especially with people our age that we don't necessarily talk about is you graduate college and it's like okay you either get a job or you go to grad school and it's one of the two typically and it's a really interesting thing because I'm at a point in my life personally where I'm like I don't know if I want to go to grad school right out of college like I don't know specifically for business majors if I were to get my MBA I wouldn't be able to do that right out of college I would have to work a couple years first so I think I'm leaning more towards the side of working But then it's like, where do I want to work? Who do I want to work for? Do I want to work for a small business or a large business? Where do do I want to stay? And yeah, do I want to stay in Colorado? Do I want to stay in the U.S.? Like, there's so many different questions. And I was talking to her about it because I was like, it's really funny because I always said when I was graduating high school, I was like, I'm going to go to school out in Denver. By the time I graduate, I'm going to have a life for myself there. I'm going to have a good network of friends, I'm going to have a boyfriend, I'm going to have a job, whatever, and I'm going to stay in Denver. And it's really funny because life does throw you curveballs, and I do have some amazing friends here, and I do have opportunities where I could potentially get a job or whatever it may be. But what I want out of life is so incredibly different from what 18-year-old me wanted Mm -hmm. out of life. And what I want out of life now, I'm sure, is going to be very different than what I want out of life when I'm 30 or when I'm 40 or whatever. And I saw this quote the other day that said, the point of life isn't to figure it out, it's to live it. And I really, I really like that because it's like, yeah, you can't just like keep trying to solve problems because things are always going to arise. And I kind of building off of that a little bit, there was also another quote that I saw that I actually wrote down. I feel like a lot of people don't change because they're scared of what's going to happen with that change and so the reason that they stay and this can go both ways this can be like you really want to start a side business or you really want to start a podcast or a blog or take up a part-time job or whatever and you want to add more to your plate but you're scared of what the change is going to look like and then also on the opposite end of it how we're talking about kind of like the girl boss energy you have a lot of things on your plate and you're scared of cutting them out because you're scared of not looking a certain way to other people it's like oh I was doing all of this like I even do this with my past self like I think about myself junior of high school and how I was working 
a part-time job. I had a boyfriend. I was on two varsity teams. I was taking three AP classes. I was training. I was like doing all this stuff. And I'm always like, wow, I was the most productive version of myself when I was 17 years old. And that's not true. I just had the most most on my plate at that point in time. And anyways, it's really interesting because I feel like a lot of people don't change because they're scared of change. And so the quote was, don't let the concept of change scare you as much as the concept of staying unhappy. Claps for that. And I really liked that. I love that. Yes. No, that's great. I feel like it's so easy to remain stagnant in either capacity, like I was saying, with too much on your plate or with not enough on your plate because you are so scared of potentially doing one thing that's going to make you unhappy. And that's that's life. You got to figure it out. Yeah, or, like, worse in your situation. You're like, okay, well, like, I'm not super happy right now, but, like, I'm not doing the worst, so I'm kind of just going to ride this out and, like, hope it gets better. And, you know, sometimes you really do have to make those changes in your life to, you know, they're not going to always find you. kind of have to create them yourself. But I love what you were saying about high school. Like, I have talked about this so much about how I'm like, oh, my gosh. And it's not like I'm doing less now than I was in high school, but scheduling-wise, I mean, you think about in high school, you literally go Mm -hmm. from school. Like, I went to school from, like, 8.30 to 3.30. Then I'd have dance practice from, like, 4 to 7 right after school. And then I'd come home. And, I, you know, I was in AP classes, too. All of that stuff, like, had tons of homework. And somehow, like, I got it all done without, like, not without complaining, but I was just so productive. I was like, okay, I'm going to come home. And I knew it was time to, like, do my work and get stuff done. And it's crazy (laughs) looking back because I think college, you just have more free time. But, oh my gosh, it's crazy. I just, I really think that girl boss energy can be very exhausting. It really can. Oh. And now yeah. that, I think girl boss energy, like, it definitely applies more to, in terms of what we're talking about, of, like, after high school, like, college or later kind of thing. Like, because, working. Yeah. yeah. This is definitely more, like, professional base is what we're talking about. Um, but it can just be very, very stressful. And I think it's interesting because social media wasn't always around so people were doing what they wanted to do and they were doing it for themselves now it's become like okay well you know sally's doing xyz so i feel like i need to be doing xyz or i need to post this so people know and this is like a probably a gen z millennial thing too because i feel like even older than that you know people you know got their lives figured out before social media was like running rampant and it was more of a business like social media is just such a business now um but it is hard like let's say you just want to be a nurse or something you know you don't need to be posting on instagram like hey i'm going to my job today like you know your business isn't contingent on social media but it is hard if you look you're like okay well i love my job as a nurse but i'm working so hard and sally you know keeps telling me that i need to like quit my day job and start my own business because I'm not going to have freedom in life and like that's Mm -hmm. how she's found happiness and it can be really hard to see that and it can make you question the successes of what you're doing or how you know like how fulfilling you are to your own goals and your own successes like we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording like I find myself feeling guilty so much because of social media because I feel like I'm not doing enough. Like, I have almost 12,000 followers on Instagram. I have 280,000 followers on TikTok. And, like, two years ago, I would have been, even a year, a year and a half ago, I would have been blown away that that's how much of a following I have. I would have wanted to be that person where I am now. But now that I'm here, I'm like, okay, well, I'm 
I'm not doing enough still. Like, I'm not, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not getting enough likes on my picture still. I'm not getting as much engagement as I want to. Or, you know, yeah, I have 12,000 followers, but, you know, Sally, I, you know, Sally's the example of the day, apparently. Yes. (laughs) But, like, Sally has, you know, 13,000. Like, I wouldn't be like Sally. It's just hard to, it's hard to step away from that comparison. But especially professionally, if you ever feel that way, just know that you really are doing enough. You don't owe anything to anyone besides yourself. No. Well, and something else that I really was thinking about when you were talking about high school specifically, how you were doing so much and I was doing so much and we just did it. We didn't think twice about Uh it. Like that was a point in our lives that we were at and we weren't doing it to be performative. And I feel like at this point in life, since everything is on social media, since there are so many YouTubers and bloggers and people on TikTok and Instagram and everything, it almost feels like everything is performative performative for lack of better words it feels like you have to show how productive you're being and it's not like when we were in high school I was like here's me at 6 a.m going up and going on a run before I have lacrosse conditioning and then I have school all day and then I go from school to cheer practice and I go from cheer practice to my job and then I go from my job and I get home at midnight and I'm doing homework and then I started all over it like that was never a thought you know in high school because I feel like social media hadn't really evolved to that point now And now it's a little bit performative in a sense where it's like people want to show their green matcha as they're getting up at 6 a.m. Or people want to show their super intense workout, which can be very inspiring. It can be a very good thing. But being a girl boss does not have to look a certain way. Being a girl boss does not have to kind of check all these boxes. Because the thing is, is that some people are wired like I I mean, he's not a girl, but speaking of my dad, and if he's listening to this, hi, dad. Girl he's boss like, Matt. I can't believe you talk about me. Girl boss Matt. He's <laughs> always like, I can't believe you talk about me on the podcast. That's unfair. And I'm like, I don't ever share anything too crazy. But some, I respect the hell out of him because he is someone who can go, 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 go. And he always does X, Y, Z. And his mind works a thousand miles a minute. And like, he's constantly doing things and constantly. That's not how my mind works. I... I get stressed out, I get overwhelmed, but he's someone where like when he's in chaos, he is thriving. And so I always think about it sometimes I'm like, if Matt Bears was a influencer and he was on social media <laughs> doing his thing, people would be like, holy shit, like I want to be like that guy. Like how does he manage to get up at 4 a.m. and do this and do that and like whatever. And that's just how he's wired. That's just literally how my dad is. He's very like spastic in the best way, like gets shit done. For me, I would say that I like to be productive, but if I don't have my time to kind of recharge and regroup or whatever, my grounding time, if I don't go to yoga, if I don't go on a walk, whatever, I don't thrive very well. And so everyone is wired so, so differently. And I know it's weird to use my dad as an example, but when you look at social media and you look at these hashtag girl boss women who are doing it all, Some of them, yes, might be like my dad and might be able to like go from X, Y to Z and be completely okay, and that's how they thrive and they get into a rut when they're not doing that. But some people might not be showing you the late nights, the tears, the mental breakdowns, the mentally and physically pushing themselves to the limit. And that's – it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of deal. And just because this – that girl energy is trending or hot girl summer is trending or girl boss energy is really out there it doesn't mean that you have to do it all to be enough because you really don't at the end of the day you are enough as you are it doesn't matter what you're doing who you're doing it with how successful you are in that career I mean obviously it's great to have goals have aspirations and try to follow through with them 
but you don't have to have three side hustles and work a nine to five. You don't have to have the biggest friend group and make sure your Instagram is always popping off. You don't always have to have your life together. That's not what girl boss energy is. Girl boss energy to me personally is feeling confident in yourself and feeling good about where you're at and knowing that you can thrive and succeed in your career and that you personally, I've said this before on the podcast, if everything else in your life kind of ceased, at the end of the day, you would feel good with who you are. At least to me, that's that's where I feel girl boss energy can kind of come into effect. What do you think, Emma? Yeah, I definitely agree. I love the word performative that you were using. And it's crazy because we're obviously young adults. Like, we're very young. But even in high school, like you were saying, literally, like, social media three years ago when we were leaving high school, and especially during high school, was not near what it is now. And it's crazy because, I mean, we're about to be seniors in college. So, you know, high school wasn't, you know, years (laughs) and years and years ago. But it's crazy that, like it has become like this sort of like business and it's you know influencing's great like it is smart to capitalize on like new opportunities that are presenting themselves and it just it blows my mind how much it has gotten switched you know from this like okay i'm just gonna post me when me and my friends go on the lake for fun to like i need to prove to people and that's what it comes down to having to prove to people that i am doing this or doing that and it really it's tough it's like bad on your own mental health too like people who are doing this like I you know I do influencing stuff like I 100% fall into this trap like this is not me excluding myself um but I'll be like okay if I like if I go to the like let's say I'm making a YouTube vlog or something and I go to the gym that day like I want to make sure to include that like I went to the gym that day to like prove that I like take care of myself or whatever and it's like no one probably on the outside is like looking for that necessarily but it's like I want to prove to people and like I want people to see that like I work out or like I'm eating something healthy or you know and it could be something as simple as like I want to show people that like I have friends and it's a hard line of like actually just enjoying showing your life vlogging influencing because that all can be really fun that's something I enjoy and like pushing your lifestyle and like your way of life onto other people and making them feel like that's what you should be doing and this is where the line comes in of like where girl boss energy specifically is toxic because I feel like it 90% of the time crosses that line of like I'm gonna show you what I'm doing just for fun to like I'm gonna show you what you should be doing and you have to be doing in order to be happy and you know the five steps to happiness follow my guide yeah, literally, it'd be like, if you aren't doing, you know, a meditation for three hours and 23 minutes every day, your life is going to absolutely just suck. No, but it's, and that's an exaggeration, but just when you see that stuff, if you are involved in social media, just really try to tune that out. And we were just going to hit on like four different points of just the issues and conclusion of problems that we have with girl boss energy just to kind of list them out so you guys can be aware when you come across these things of like maybe what how it's affecting you mentally or these like internalized thoughts that you're having um so number one is just pressure on women it's really hard to you know see people all the time doing the most when you feel like you're maybe not doing the most and you you probably are doing like perfectly fine you're probably doing plenty but it is it's just a lot of pressure to be on the go 100%, even 110%, literally all the time. And 
You know what that reminds me of is, I mean, it goes back to the age-old saying of, like, keeping up with the Joneses. There's always yeah. going to be someone who is prettier than you, smarter than you, funnier than you, more successful than you, whatever. Everyone, every single person in the world, you're always going to be able to compare yourself to someone in some aspect of your life. And there's already such pressure on women, and social media really just amplifies that. So I, I like that, the pressure on women with the girl boss energy, you don't have to be doing it all like Emma was saying you are doing enough yeah and then number two was just you know feeling of you know feeling like you're failing feeling feelings of failure feeling like you're not doing enough um and you know these are just quick little bullet points but you know this all really plays into each other you have all this pressure you see all this stuff on social media or you hear about it on you know from your friends your family whatever and then you feel like Maybe you are super content in your job that you are working. You're nine to five. You're like, I'm doing so well for myself. I am, you know, making money. I am supporting myself. I enjoy my career. But then all of a sudden you feel like you're not doing enough, which you are. You literally are. I can you guarantee are. you that you are. Um, but well, that- those feelings or those thoughts seep in your brain. And that kind of plays into our third point, too, a little bit of, like, not being able to be happy in a small success. And I think that this is a very, very big one because it's, like, I was thinking about this the other day, and I don't know what triggered my thought, but I, um, something happened with one of my best friends for work, and she got an email from the, um, I believe it was the CMO, about her work progress and how they were so excited about her, and she was so, so, so excited. And she was like, yeah, it made my day. Like, she emailed me, and... She reached out to me and everything like that. And I was like, that's incredible. Like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was later listening to a podcast, um, ironically, and about this girl. And she was like, yeah, like, I got an email from a higher up executive about how I was performing well enough. And I was like, well, yeah, like, thanks. I appreciate your email. But, like, I I don't have the networking connections. Like, she related it back to LinkedIn. And she was like, yeah, I don't even have 500, like, plus connections on LinkedIn like why is she emailing me and this girl who was paralleling my best friend in the sense of this scenario wasn't allowing herself to kind of bask in this little success of like that recognition of like she was doing great in her job that she received an email from a higher up which is super cool and exciting which is amazing and exciting you should be proud of your successes and she wasn't allowing herself to be excited about that because of something as trivial as a LinkedIn connections number yeah, that's insane. That she, which is crazy to me that social media has really gone even that far. So, yeah, number three is just not being able to be happy in those small successes, which you should be allowed to. And then the fourth one, like we've talked about a little bit, is just that comparison, keeping up with the Joneses, social media, allowing yourself to kind of take a step back and really, really bask in whatever you're doing because it's always going to be someone better, but there's always going to be someone who's looking at you and comparing themselves to you. So you have to remember that too. Yeah, that's very, very true. I think that like some of my favorite people, like, you know, you have those friends and then you have like best friends where you're like, wow, I just really love you as a person. And it's just, I realize it's those people that like will celebrate me and small things I do. Like I'm happy to tell them something because I know that they're going to be supportive and I know I'm, I don't want to be like, I know I'm that person to friends, but I really do try to be that person to friends. Like, you know, I have friends that will come to me and be like, oh my gosh, you know, I, you know, I got a promotion or something or something small. Oh, I got a research grant or whatever. And 
I hear their their self-talk that's kind of like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, or it's like, it's not that big of a promotion, or, you know, a lot of people got it too, but I'm really excited. I'm like, no, like, stop, like, stop not being happy for yourself. Like, literally, that's amazing, so happy for you, and I've had issues with friends that just, like, can't be happy for other people, and that's such, that's such a hard thing, because there's I I don't want to get into tea but like no but it's hard with that it's hard with that because that I also have people in my life who are like that and that is all rooted in insecurity and the hard thing is that all of us are insecure as humans that's just built into our DNA but those are the people who I keep using the term keeping up with the Joneses but who are so engulfed in that that they can see you being successful and they can see you doing great things and so they have to bring you down and they quite literally have to step on you in order to earn their way to the top. And that, I hate to break it to you guys if you're listening to this, but sometimes those aren't the best friends. Sometimes those aren't people that you want to have in your close circle. And you don't you don't necessarily have to cut them out of your life per se, but you don't need to tell them everything or share everything with them because at the end of the day, they're just going to continue to bring you down. And until you get to a point or they get to a point where they're confident in themselves, yeah. they're going to continue doing that because that's that's how they find happiness to a certain extent is by bringing you down so that they can kind of level out the playing field, which is a really sad thing. But moving on, because I know that we've talked a little bit about the negatives of girl boss energy, we wanted to kind of end this episode with some positives. A positive because note. On a positive note. And because there are a lot of positives when it comes to kind of the girl boss culture. And I'm going to start with the first one. It's just it being a quote unquote girl boss is great as long as you're doing it on your own terms. So like I was saying, kind of going back to the analogy I was talking about with my dad, if you're someone who's like him and you really go, go, go and you thrive off of that and you can wake up at 5 a.m. and you can go all day and you can have four businesses and have all this amazing social life and that's how you are truly happy, you go and you effing do it, girlfriend. Like you are going to kill it. (laughs) But if you're someone who has those late nights and those tears and those mental breakdowns and you're pushing yourself to the limit just because you're trying to be performative, maybe take a step back, reevaluate and think about what you can remove from your plate or add to it to enhance your happiness experience. And so being a girl boss is great as long as the girl boss definition is defined by you. Yes, love that. The the most important or the most important part of that little note is on your own terms. Like really is you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. You should feel good. You should be celebrated by your close circle, by people around you, but don't be doing it for no one else because they're not you and you don't owe them you really don't owe them anything moving on to number two um of just a really positive thing actually that I think our generation specifically is good about is how it's awesome that women are speaking up and increasingly getting better professional opportunities which includes like equal pay you know more executive CEO positions I actually saw um in the White House, you're snapping, yeah. Snap, snap, snap. I also <laughs> saw in the White House that, you know how they'll do the percentages, like, for every dollar that a man earns, like, women are earning, like, 76 cents or something. I saw that in the White House under Biden, um, and I don't know how long this stuff has been into play or, like, where the statistic, like, how long it's been like this, but it was for every dollar that a man makes, the woman is making 99 cents so it's like practically equal you know we need to push that ahead to 100 cents you know push that ahead but I mean that's like a really really positive thing for our society is that women are getting paid 
pretty much the same as men in those in that specific example. I know that's not across the board, but I think social media and girl boss energy has had a lot of success in you know, creating awareness that, like, women can be big entrepreneurs, they can do things for themselves, they can, not that anyone ever doubted, you know, not that women ever doubted women, but, you know, we've had some men try to bring us down throughout society, you know, and um, I think it's great that that's being talked about, and it's being a lot more normalized, women being in CEO positions, um, getting equal pay, of course. Yeah, and I think that, honestly, I mean, obviously, there are a lot of physical roadblocks that have limited women in the past and able in regard to being able to succeed in these positions or that they've been able to um, not be in these positions because of like rules and regulations and stuff and so obviously that's changing as the times are changing but kind of like we were saying earlier you're always going to be the best version of yourself when you're most confident in yourself Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's something that is a major positive with girl boss energy is that it's kind of given women this confidence to succeed in their careers because we, one, have a support system of other women and we really can um, set our minds to something and execute it and be supported, be recognized, like Emma was saying, have that close circle that is going to celebrate you. And that is something that is that is so different even from 20 years ago. Maybe if you were in an office position, you might have had friends who were like, hey, like, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you don't want to be staying home right now, like, with your kids? Are you sure that, you know? And so the times have changed and the support systems have changed with it. And so I think that girl boss energy is really just about having that confidence, which is a kind of conglomerate of you doing what's best for you and knowing your limits and setting your boundaries and doing things that allow you to be happy and prosper in life, but also having this network of women who are going to bring you up and that's actually a really good positive of social media that I don't even think we talked about Mm -hmm. in this episode per se but we've talked about it in episodes past is that you do see all of these girls supporting other girls there are groups of girls who are able to inspire each other and kind of lean on each other and be like hey like I really am struggling in this area like can you help me and so I feel like that is one positive of social media that we've had and so I guess the best takeaway of girl boss energy is just that it's given women the confidence to succeed yes absolutely love that that's a great note to end off on so just final remarks is really you do you you do you girl there's like a little graphic I don't know if you've seen it it's like this (laughs) it's like this old little like pinterest or like tumblr looking thing and do you girl it's like yeah literally (laughs) like just girly things keep calm and do you girl but like literally like you need to do things for yourself and make sure the people around you support you and you know i and we're obviously not like our listeners are we're not trying to like call anyone out specifically um but if you are someone that really feels like you have to push out things that you're doing on social media like you really you really don't have to no you don't and that's the thing is at the end of the day it's like do what's best for you and do what inspires you do what makes you feel good I feel like we sound like a broken record but that's that's what Huga is Huga is the pursuit of everyday happiness and so in order to pursue everyday happiness you have to know 
what makes you happy and that's ultimately that is the tea. what what we're going for I so with that, that being said you guys we are so happy that you joined us for another episode of the Huga girls podcast we're here each and every monday we have some exciting content coming up for you guys because like we said at the beginning of the episode emma and i will be together Woo. in the coming weeks which is so exciting but until then if you would like to follow us on instagram and or tiktok it's Huga girls podcast which is h-y- GGE Girls Podcast and anything else? Am I missing? Yes, ma'am. Our personal instas. I want to start doing this. Oh yes. Yeah. So I'm at Emma Roof. Emma with two A's and then Roof like the top of a house. (laughs) Roof like the top of a house. If you know, you know. And I am at Maddie underscore Bears. That's M A D I underscore B A R E S. And they're both also linked in the um, Instagram bio of our Hookah Girls Instagram as well if you guys want to check us out there. If you want to share anything that you have been doing lately that is allowing you to find Hookah in your life, that can be personal relationships, career, health, wellness, fitness, anything that you want to share with us, use the hashtag, hashtag findyourhuga, H-Y-G-G-E. And with that being said, we'll be back next week with another episode for you guys. So until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and, and stay, stay Hookah. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.